millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Charlie Baker. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. We were germed by... Germed? We were joined by German. That's where that came from. We were germed by German comedian Christian Schulte-Lowe. Yeah, a big Schalke fan and also wasn't too happy about us asking about that. And other things. And other things. Yeah, we talked about uh, Yogi Love stepping down as Germany coach, looking back on his legacy and his style. Uh, Our old mate Dave Clark joined us, uh, a broadcaster, Leeds fan, and uh, some very interesting tales. He he told us about, the, I think, the best prize I've ever heard for anything ever. What a sporting prize he won. Uh, Plus, Jim White, not that one, the guy from The Telegraph (laughs) joined us as well to talk about some of those sporting items that you use for non-sporting purposes. Uh, his ones are in the movies. You told us about yours, and you'll hear some of those as well. So here it all is. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy. Good afternoon, and Andy. Good afternoon, John. You've got me in there. Good, good afternoon. Good nice afternoon, to see you, Max. Good afternoon, Keith. <laughs> Hello, Norman. Yes. Are you there, good mother? Af- good afternoon, Charlie. I'm getting. I'm. Uh, I'm getting an Andy. <laughs> I'm getting an Andy. Do you know an Sam Andy? Sam tells love? me. Do you know an Andy? Love? Yeah. Um, yes. So there we are. Uh, yes. Uh, good to see you, Charlie. Lovely to see you. Thanks yeah. for having me. Paul. Always a pleasure. I feel like I've ruined the show already, but you know, <laughs> we've only got three hours to go. No, you haven't. Of course, you haven't ruined the show. Yeah, that, that'll come. Not yet, anyway. <laughs> yet. Give it it's time. A, it's early days. <laughs> so, uh, did you watch the football last night? I did. Football yeah, I watched last night. Or were you? Were you? Were you royal coupled up? Were you still no, in no, the football? No, 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 no. I wasn't bothered about that. Okay, yeah, I mean, I am bothered about it, but I'm not that bothered. Yeah, I'd rather watch. Not this live football. Chelsea, right? Yeah. Look un- pretty unbeatable they at the moment. They very good, don't they? But is it boring, mm. Paul? To what Are they boring? I are find them bo- quite boring to <laughs> watch. I don't know if you're, not you're a Chelsea know, fan. But I don't know if, if that's because that's his style or that's because he's had to shore it all up yeah. to make them they win. They've played some nice football. Yeah. I mean, they, they just sort of dealt it's with... a bit boring, isn't it? <laughs> What do you? What are you like? Kind of more swashbuckling? Yeah, style, like the leads and like no, leads no, no, and losing five in a row. Yeah, you you like you like to watch that. You're yeah. conditioned as a Torquay fan. Yeah, four defeat. But just, uh, just no, on. they are no, no they're very, they are playing well. I mean, he, he's got a tune out of uh, but Havertz played well last yeah, night. Havertz looked great, uh, didn't he? You know, they are they are looking very good. I'm sure Andy's very excited by the prospect. The managers hit the ground running, look very yeah. organised, and um, and, no, and they, I think they look, they look really say, good. Well, Cass was saying this morning on breakfast that they've got they have got a good squad. He can mix it up. You know, yeah. you've, you've seen you know players can come in and move out, and he can mix things up, and they. Seem be working very well uh, as a squad. Timo Werner 
reminds me a bit of... Do you remember when Diego Forlan played for Man United? It was, it was awesome everywhere else. It's a bit more expensive than that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Absolutely awesome everywhere else. Turned up at Man United. Couldn't, couldn't score, could he? I think he yeah, scored yeah, about, yeah. I don't know how many goals he scored, but not mm. very, very many, no. was it? And it just seems like he's trying so hard. Yeah. All the time. He's, he obviously does all the other stuff around the rest of the pitch. Yeah. And that's why he's playing. We had that well. chance late last night, yeah. didn't he? He just stuck it at the you know, pitch. And, and one where he just normally, last season, he just gone around the keeper and yeah. stroked I mean, he in, has but... scored a few good goals. I mean, he started well. He scored against Spurs in the Cup. And yeah. uh, it was a really good finish. And he is a good player. I mean, I saw him in the flesh last year playing against Tottenham uh, for uh, Leipzig. And he's good. I'm not it's saying he's not good. I'm just saying finisher. he just seems to be trying to. When people try too hard, you yeah. know. It's quite hard to say something, don't try too hard. <laughs> You're not trying at all. <laughs> relax, relax. The story today, uh, Snowball has turned 45 oh, uh, years old. You've happy seen birthday. Software developer Jeff Seamus, 59, created it in 1976 as a teen in California, yeah. where snow was so rare his mum kept it in the freezer. I'm sure this is the <laughs> oldest snowball in the world, he claims. But I'm just wondering, he'll come in one day and he's sort of housekeeper or his cleaner will say, oh, uh, by the way, Jeff, I, I, I defrosted the fridge. <laughs> oh, yes. Defrosted the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> for you today. Great big lump. There were great big lumps of, uh, of ice in it. Feels there. a bit Trigger's broom, that. You know, yeah. is, is that the sa- does that count as the same snowball? Yeah. You know, it's been in the freezer. How many freezers has it been in? Well, I, I don't know. Is I, it I, how much new water is in that? It, it, Maybe a scientist can tell us. It did strike is me. Is that the same snowball for the 45 uh, years? How many scientists do you think listening to this show? What do you think the demographic <laughs> is of this show? Come on. So many scientists listening in uh, with snowball knowledge. It reminds me of the time you were a little and the great uh, bowler. Oh, yeah. When, uh, of course, it, it, you know, a fantastic spin bowler, mm. but did have a slight sort of kink in his arm that allowed him uh, to to get the kind mm. of revs he did and the and bowl in the style he did. And at one point, he, he went in for a uh, shoulder injury. And yes, he had to have an operation. That, yes. And I did, it would have been great the doctor came up and said, uh, hello, uh, Mr. Muralis, I'm very pleased to say that uh, everything went fantastically well um, with the shoulder. And just as he walks away, he says, oh, by the way, w- w- while you're under, we sorted out that little, oh, that little problem oh, with the elbow. No, yeah. no, no, that was the thing. That's my living. <laughs> oh, God. That's not what happened, of course. No. Um, so anything else you want to talk about, Charlie? Was, Nothing um, at all, that's it. Thanks that's very it. much for coming yeah, in. Well, thanks. <laughs> thanks for popping in. Uh, the no. Masked Dancer yes, uh, no. is a spin-off of The Masked Singer. And, um, Charlie, do you fancy taking that on? I, I, well, I would, but, no, but it'd be very much the situation where they take off the mask and go, nope. Perhaps you could do it in an opposite way. You yeah. Know, that if you like them singing, you put a mask on them. You yeah. Know, <laughs> we, when I was on this show once, we pitched the masked footballer. I don't know if you remember that. Oh, yeah. Paul, as a way of seeing who was actually a good player. And then Glenn Hoddle and went wasn't. and lived it as the grandfather <laughs> club, didn't he? Yeah. That was brilliant, wasn't he? He was really good, Glenn Hoddle. Yeah. The masked dancer, yeah. I don't know any famous dancers, particularly, that are alive. <laughs> I'll tell you someone who always reminded me of, of, a, of a kind of um, Broadway choreographer, and that is... Joachim Lerth. Oh, yes. Um, the German yes. coach who stood down today. We're going to be talking yes. about him a little bit Lovely. later. Old mate of yours who's a comedian. He's going to sort of pay... Tri- a German comedian going to pay tribute to Christian Schilterlow. He's six yeah. foot seven... Um, f- is he high. is he Christian Schulte learned? Is he <laughs> maybe I he, is. he is? I mean, maybe he's just lost the omelet. I think it's a, a different. We've all lost our omelet. Oh yeah, we, we certainly have. <laughs> That's lockdown via. So uh, we well, you can't make an omelet without breaking eggs. He did always Does that remi- make sense. He, no, the way he used to wear those kind of scarves. I mean, there's yeah. been a lot of talk uh, about about the sort of changing face of managers' fashions. Sort of, of Bob Fosse look. It was. He always looked like someone who was an and a one and <laughs> yeah. a two and a turn and oh, a pass. I want you to play four four two three. One, yeah. two, yeah. off we go. <laughs> and now right. we're in. He kick, did have that step, look. He used, to, he used to wear those scarves and that, and you know, the kind 
of jauntily draped like yeah. he was Bob Fosse or something. And you may have seen, have you seen uh, Sinisa Mihailovic, the pictures of the Bologna manager looking like a member of uh, fun-loving oh, criminals? He <laughs> 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 looks like Huey, doesn't he? But he's got a pair of Air Jordans on. Yeah. He's looking the part. Well, you, have to, you have to look... You have to. You, you might want to look a bit different these days, like yeah. like, like um, Scott Parker at the weekend. Just, exactly. Yeah, he had about eight layers on. But board. Joachim Love was a bit of a pioneer there. I, yeah. mean, I mean, he was. He really did kind of uh, nicely look, cut look, t-shirt, look a polo neck. So uh, we'll bid farewell to him a little bit later on. We'll kick off though talking a bit of uh, Watford. We're going to get you involved. We're going to talk to Jim White from the Telegraph uh, later on. Interesting piece he's done today, following the death of the actor uh, Tony Hendry. You may remember from Spinal Tap playing. Uh, the manager uh, and his use of a cricket bat. Mm. Uh, Jim has gone through a kind of litany of um, sporting equipment in movies Beautiful. that uh, that, have, that have obviously had nothing to do with sport, and uh, he'll take us through the list. And you can add to them if you like. I mean, there's ones you'd expect uh, from Dark Knight, and of course, uh, Cast Away, and we we were going to add to the list. Um, yes, Scum. Of Scum, course, yes. and, and the use of sporting equipment in a non-sporting context. So we're interested to hear from you uh, this afternoon. Yeah, Alex Baker's been on. Um, I just dispatched a rather large blue bottle with a ten- tennis racket. Yeah, oh, that's lovely when you catch a, yeah. a fly with a implement, isn't it? Like um, and Aldo Zilli as well. He's, Aldo he's Zilli, he's not having it. Aldo not- says, "Sorry, are you are, Chelsea are not boring? Are you watching the same team as me?" Well, so, I mean, Aldo's got a bit of skin in the game now, I think. He's, he's a dog in the fight Yeah, there. of course. So, but we, we look, you know, Charlie's a tall key fan, Aldo. You've got to bear with him. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, thank you for getting in touch. Um, Alex says, uh, timely subject today. I've just dispatched a rather large... Yeah, you've just done that one, haven't you? I do yeah, apologise. I was looking at the other one there. So, what I've got, Paul. Oh, yeah. Do you know when you want to test your uh, smoke alarm? Oh, yeah. You know, child-size tabletop pool Oh, yeah, 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 the small one, yeah. The small cues from that. So rather than getting a set of steps out (laughs) or reaching up, you use that to test the the button. The the small tabletop pool cue is utterly perfect. Do you chalk it before you (laughs) you reach up? I can't quite do it. It's slipping off. It would be great every time. (laughs) Foul. You come out the the bedroom, every time you're going to test the smoke alarm, you've got waistcoat on, (laughs) bow tie, and you walk around the smoke alarm. Walk around the smoke alarm, lean, lean, and then eventually go for it, and then there's a small ripple of applause from the family. Just just very quietly. A couple of people cough when you're... When you're leaning over, Charlie looking at Baker, the... One. What, what angle should you go? Bloke in white gloves <laughs> comes in. Well, that never happened, of course. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. Yeah, Fletcher, bring us that news about Mark Noble. One more year and that will be it. But you do sense he'll he'll probably move on to the coaching, coaching side. don't you? Yeah. yeah, you could... I mean, you imagine he'd slip right in there, wouldn't he? You would yeah, think, yeah. potentially, if that's if he wants to do that. But it, we spoke to him... He might want to keep playing, Paul. He might be that sort of player who wants to go Maybe. down and down the leagues, end up at, like, Margate or somewhere, you know? <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure. He, I'm sure if he's listening, make, that's all down, sounding very, very attractive. Slip all the way down. A couple really. of seasons in Lithuania. Yeah. maybe just sort of one one just season, like, maybe in Singapore. One knee left, where you know, none just... of the promises are kept, and no. you, you, they offer they show you a pic, uh, pictures of a fantastic apartment in the middle of Singapore, and you're in a squat somewhere. Yeah, lovely. That you're kind of in thing. The Indian no, Asian I don't League. think that's for Mark. But okay. we spoke to him a couple of years ago on the show, and he's a he was a lovely fella, and uh, I think you know uh, the sort of player that if you're a fan of a club you want turning out for your team so yeah, we've only got another year of him yet he's, he's not he's not going anywhere just yet a year and a bit so uh, good luck to him whatever he decides to do specialist penalty taker somewhere yeah there could be could be um anyway we move on to um a couple of things we we're going to talk about a leeds with our next guest who's a big leeds fan 
but uh, we're going to talk about uh, the role that golf can play in uh, Parkinson's disease. Yes. Um, so Dave Clark joins us, Brilliant. of course. Fantastic. Uh, many years, uh, the face of darts on on Sky. Uh, good afternoon, Dave. Hi, boys. How you doing? Yeah, yeah good, we're good, thanks, Dave. Dave. We're good. We'll come on to Leeds in a minute. This was some research that's been done. Um, playing golf may be better for Parkinson's sufferers than Tai Chi for improving balance and mobility, a study suggests. Um, they've been taking a close look into this. It says British uh, research, and they felt golf was, was a, a really good thing for Parkinson's uh, sufferers. Fantastic. Yeah, I mean... Anything that helps Parkinson's symptoms is a great thing. I've had it for 10 years, Parkinson's. It affects me quite big time now. It affects my right leg, affects my right hand, affects the right-hand side of my face as well. So any, any exercise is, is good for Parkinson's. They reckon two and a half hours of exercise a week uh, will, will actually slow the progress down. I do lots of walking. I've, I've walked coast to coast from St. Bees on the Cumbrian coast to Robin's Bay on the Yorkshire coast, right across England a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Walked the length of Hadrian's Wall, and it really, really helped me. And I found my symptoms eased as, as I walked more. So this, this new study mm. says that 10 weeks of golf can, can actually, on the driving range, can actually help with mobility, uh, make you quicker, uh, even better than Tai Chi. And Tai Chi was sort of the gold standard for, for, for Parkinson's sufferers. You say do, do Tai Chi, it helps you make move, movement and stuff. But golf has been proved even better, which is great. I can imagine the doctor prescribing a game of golf, which would be yeah. ideal, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's good. Well, <laughs> yeah. Golf on prescription. 18 after, holes. After the, uh, that would be very Take yeah. this to the pharmacy. After the belfry. 12, 12 titles. <laughs> I, can, I can play this for eight quid. Yeah. Yeah, 8 99 <laughs> I can play the belfry. The, uh, you've but got it, a bit of a... It's funny, be, yeah. it's funny because when I, I went to see Bruce Springsteen a lot. I'm a big Bruce Springsteen fan. I got back and the doctor said, what have you been doing? You're in great help. I said, Bruce Springsteen. I've been watching Bruce Springsteen around the world. He prescribed oh, the three Bruce Springsteen concerts a year, which was perfect. Oh, fantastic! They have Bruce on prescription as well. You've got a, you've got an interesting tale from the world of golf. You had you won quite the prize once, Dave, didn't you? Yeah, I once went around the world golf tripping in Golf Monthly magazine. It's quite amazing. <laughs> I, I, I was I entered this competition. It was one of these for Pringle Golfware, and they, um, they you had to come up with a, a, a slogan for the new Pringle Golfware, and they were trying to get rid of the Nick Faldo diamond-shaped jumpers they used to do mm. and be a bit more edgy. So I came up with this, this, this catchphrase for them. And I won a around-the-world golf trip, so I went to the Shetland Islands, mm. Britain's most northerly course. Then I went to Iceland, the world's most northerly course. Then I played the highest course in the world, which was Bolivia, La Paz, wow, 11,000 feet above sea level. And then went to Death Valley, played the lowest course in the world. So it was an amazing trip. 21 flights, 14 days, ridiculous. I, was, I, just started on Sky Sports News. I just started on Sky Sports News then. Launched the channel. A few weeks in, I said, any chance I can take two weeks off? <laughs> go, go around the world golfing. Are you kidding? You've only just started. So oh. I got there and it was amazing. That's brilliant. What a, brilliant. Be a huge Instagram influencer now with that, Dave. That would be it. Now. Yeah, that would be your yeah. career. What was the slogan? That's what we all want to know. That one. Uh, it, was, it was the one that I, I'm trying to think now. It was, it was cool. Pringle's new breathable golf where he's cool in the heat and hot on the street. That was it. Oh, that's, uh, that's very, very much very much of its street time. Way. Don't be yeah. single, wear some Pringle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Too late, Charlie. Oh, Dave, Dave's entered. already won he's the competition. You're going to go around the world with that one, Charlie. Yeah. Oh. Sadly, <laughs> the, uh, 
Go West and Pringle. Job done. This is round yeah. the And you, you were a bit more Bruce Forsyth there, weren't yeah, you, Charlie? Don't be single. Don't be single. Where you? Yeah, it's like the end of the generation game. Yeah, I think Dave's was Dave's was definitely better. Um, yeah, you mentioned uh, doing lots of walking, which has been great for the symptoms, but it's also raised a lot of money. And I was reading recently, Dave, and thought of you obviously immediately uh, th- that there's been a real breakthrough because you and a number of lots and lots of other people have raised a lot of money uh, for for uh, work into Parkinson's disease. And th- there's been something of a breakthrough, hasn't there? I understand medically. There's been a few things recently that have looked pretty promising. Um, there's a, a new thing called GDNF, which Parkinson's UK are investing in. Mm. And it's, it's an implant in the head, which, which it's like a, a hormone they pump into your brain. Yeah. It's quite an invasive, invasive surgery, but it can regrow. They think it can regrow the, the part of the brain that's damaged, which would be amazing. But it's, mm. it's a long way off finding a cure. But, you know, we science our way out of COVID. There's no reason why if we throw enough money at it, we can't science our way out of Parkinson's. 145,000 people in this country have Parkinson's. They reckon in years to come with an elder, a population getting older, one in 37 will be affected. So it's a massive thing. Yeah. And, um, you know, the more the more money thrown at it, the, the nearer we're going to get to a cure, yeah. That's interesting. That, that first thing you talk about, the chip, I think if you, you ever watch um, Ray Donovan, the TV show on, on Sky, and uh, Eddie Marsan plays Terry Donovan, who's a uh, Parkinson sufferer, and he has, at one point, he's not quite cured, but he's made a lot better by a similar thing, by an implant that seems to, that yeah. seems to help so i mean is this is this existing technology that's got better or was that sort of science fiction when the show was made there's a thing called deep brain stimulation which is again invasive surgery but you have an electrode put in the middle of your brain Hmm. and and a battery pack inserted in your chest and 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 it it does help it stops the shaking and stuff so so there's various things and and, and repurposing drugs there's a a, a couple of drugs that they've repurposed the research has been done in in one area and they've, they've helped with parkinson's i'm very hopeful about the future maybe too late for me I've had it 10 years, but, you know, the next generation of Parkinson's sufferers, I think, I think there will be a cure down the line somewhere. And have you got more stuff planned? Are you still looking to, to, to fundraise? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about doing a big walk at the end of the year if we can possibly get away from this country and, and, <laughs> yeah. and travel. I'm thinking of doing Everest Base Camp. So wow. up to 17,000 wow. feet. Um, I'm, I'm, that's, that's my plan. Not to play Maybe golf. Maybe in November. <laughs> uh, yeah, I might, I might take a dartboard there, actually. <laughs> the highest yeah, ever yes. darts in the world. That'd that be would be great. Yeah. That'd Having be great. Having the dart, the darts at Everest Base Camp, that would be after take, <laughs> I have to take... Yeah, Everest we, Base Camp Challenge. Yeah. Take a cup, take the commentary team with yeah. you. That would be fantastic. On the hockey? Yeah, yeah that would... <laughs> Brian Blessed. What, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what would it do to Russ's voice? Yeah. I just... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Get, either get deeper or get quite high. 42. Michael J. Fox, in his latest book, he said he went to, to uh, uh, really high in the Andes, and he um, in the Himalayas, sorry, and he, um, he his Parkinson's symptoms disappeared a bit. So, wow. you know, maybe altitude will help with Parkinson's. Yeah, yeah. You never know. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. 
United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Now we're going to uh, play a little excerpt from uh, the uh, rockumentary uh, Spinal Tap. Oh, um, this is sad news at the weekend that uh, Tony Hendra, who appeared in the uh, film as uh, Spinal Tap's manager, Ian Faith, uh, died. He was an interesting character. He was, um, he was one of the sort of founding fathers of spitting image. It was mm-hmm. kind of from an original idea from him. So he was a, a very interesting guy. If you read one of the obits, it, it was quite a life. Um, but um, we're going to play this little... This is the moment when Rob Reiner, playing Marty de Berge, of course, who is making the uh, the documentary, yeah. uh, asks um, um, Faith about a bit of sporting equipment uh, in his on his office desk. Now, I noticed this here, you've got this cricket bat here. In play? Um, no, I carry this uh, partly out of, uh, I don't know, sort of, sort of, uh, uh, I, I suppose, uh, what's the word? Uh, Affectation? Yes, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a kind of totemistic thing, you know, but uh, to be quite frank with you, it's come in useful in a couple of situations. Uh, Certainly in the uh, topsy-turvy world of heavy rock, having a good solid piece of wood in your hand is quite often useful. <laughs> and uh, off the back of that sad news, uh, Jim White, in his final whistle column in the uh, Telegraph today, has um, looked at those uh, items of sporting equipment that have popped up in movies yeah, and the like, um, but not used uh, for sport. Good afternoon, Jim. Hi, Paul. Hi, Charlie. That's good to hear that back. It, st- it stands up, oh, doesn't it? Brilliant. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah. And uh, it's right. It's a, the cricket bat, you say, has been used been used a few times, hasn't it? I mean, obviously, uh, Shaun of the Dead is the other Shaun place. Shaun of the Dead, course, yeah. yeah. They, they arm themselves with cricket bats. I mean, mm. that was brilliant in, in, in Shaun of the Dead because, you know, they, they were facing zombies in Cricklewood, whereas <laughs> normally in Hollywood, you, you know, you're facing them in darkest, Texas or yeah. or Alabama or whatever, uh, and and in in uh, zombie movies they often use baseball bats as a weapon. So this was a this was a nice little geographical locator that we're in we're in North London, not North Dakota. So they had a cricket bat to whack the zombies. Which they, which they did. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the one that immediately came to mind and Paul's mind was the snooker ball in a sock. Yeah, in scum. Oh, that was. Yeah, I remember in, in the Ray Winstone heads off to the the, the, the toilets. Yeah, yes. To, who's the daddy now? And uh, that was yeah. uh, that was the use of snooker. Oh, you did point out though that a Paul cue in in the Dark Knight. Yeah, one. Heath Ledger's Joker. Mm. He's auditioning new members of, the, uh, of his of his undercover band, and uh, um, he insists that they use. Actually, he snaps it in half before he gives one to each of the auditionees, and 
tells them they have to batter some policeman around the head with it. I mean, actually, in movies, the sporting equipment's often used for violence. It is. It's often aggression. There's a baseball bat in The Untouchables. Robert De Niro as Al Capone hits a home run via the head of uh, one of his workers. That's right. He walks around that table very menacingly, doesn't he? And uh, and then, yeah, yeah does, does his worst. It's quite nice in Castaway, then, that Wilson, the volleyball, is, is, is you know, it's not used for violence. His best friend. <laughs> yes, of course. Yeah, I think it's yeah. I, I, I think it's the only known bit of the only example of a bit of Kit being a romantic lead, really, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> and, 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 and listen, it's very sad when he gets separated. Remember that? Sorry, yeah. spoiler alert. But when yeah. they get separated and he's crying Wilson yeah. across the waves, like Steve yes. Bruce in training with Cam- Callum Wilson, <laughs> <laughs> a couple when he got when injured, he got exactly. Out. That's no. it. The same sort of thing. That's his best. He's probably down at the training ground. He's drawn a face on a, and then yeah, just. Got a, it might give us a chance. On a mitre delta. Yeah. Um, uh, we've yeah had Wilson, the, was, Wilson was, you know, a, a big character in that. He in was. That I, mean, I think he got but, best but, supporting but, actor. brilliant <laughs> acting, obviously. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've had a few in. Um, we've had, yeah, well, usage of non-sporting goods. Enough. Michael, this is from Stu in Eagle, Eagles Cliff. Michael Caine playing Harry Palmer in the Ipcris file. Straining spaghetti with a tennis racket. Lovely there stuff. We are. Yeah. Yes, yes. That happens in the apartment as well. Jack Lemon does that. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, he's got Shirley McLean round for dinner and he's, he hasn't got a sieve. What can you do? <laughs> Get the tennis racket out. It's good. Another one, uh, Darren from Saddlewood says, carry on at your convenience. The striking workforce picketed outside Boggs and Sons armed with tennis rackets, cricket bats and hockey sticks. So... Uh, so, yeah, that's another it's one. Always violence, it? It's always violence, isn't it? Because it's because it's 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 what? Well, they're bats, aren't they? Don't forget, of course, I don't know if anyone's mentioned this, the, the, the ski pole in, in The Spy Who Loved Me. Mm. Uh, so the opening sequence of The Spy Who Loved Me, it opens with Roger Moore as James Bond walking out on a, on a woman. And she stay with me, James. My country needs me. And he, he goes off on, on, on skis and she summons up some assassins who chase after him. And you see him skiing down a ski slope. Well, you don't actually. You see Roger Moore in front of a blue screen, don't you, a green <laughs> screen. Um, and then he turns around and Q's turned one of his ski poles into a submachine gun. Wow. Always useful. Oh, very Fantastic. nice. Fantastic. Uh, the World Skiing Championship. I can't find it. We've got, oh, here we go. Um, I checked, this is uh, Johnny the Red in Manchester. The film Twin Towers, which is a, a Welsh film. Sorry, oh, yeah, yeah. Twin, yeah. Twin Town. Twin Town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Twin right. Town. Uh, a Welsh film. They used to they stash, stash drugs in a rugby ball, and, oh, they, play, and then oh, they play rugby okay. with it. Why about that? And then that disappears. <laughs> all that, the all film. adding to the list. Top work. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talksport. We talked to Jim White from the Telegraph earlier on about um, uh, using items of uh, sporting equipment, but not for sport. Yes. You've been uh, telling us Fil- uh, filmic about that. ones mainly, wasn't it? It was filmic yeah, ones, yeah, but yeah, you've yeah. been telling us about the sort of more mundane things yes. you get involved with. I uh, used to use my three wood to turn my old telly over before. <laughs> remote controls were about, says uh, Anthony. I wonder why not the, what, the driver? Just a bit longer, isn't it? Bit, so you're you thinking know. club selection yeah, as opposed to the concept. <laughs> you're thinking, what if I wanted to turn my telly over, what would I go with? Take Get the Bertha out. That's fine when it's four, when it's and, you know, only four channels, yeah. but now... Can you remember those forever, days? I mean, oh, of the, course, can the whole, if the kids are listening this afternoon, most of them should be back at school, but that whole evolution of first physically getting up to change the telly, Ooh, no and, then, and then the remote, which was on a long... Thick cable, cable, and especially yeah. for videos. 
Yeah. For the I old, mean, when you set the video on a long cable. Never mind the days of infrared. This was oh, pre that. Yeah. You needed a Underneath long... the arches. <laughs> right. Remember the Blitz, Paul? That's it. Yeah, well, I think, yeah, of course, that's right. Yeah, I didn't see a banana for 10 years. The strange thing was, that was between 1986 and 1996. Speaking of nostalgia, uh, Trabants. Oh, yeah. Are out selling Teslas in Germany, the old Trabant car. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not, they're not buying the Tesla. They're not going for the. Uh, you can do. Have you, power. you ever seen when you. you they sort of, if you want to do a tour of. They do it in Berlin, certainly. Mm. You want to do a tour of Berlin. You can do it in a Trabant, uh, yeah. apparently. We'll ask Christian Schulte yeah. about it later. You've done it. The oh, producer's done the Trabant that. tour. Finally. Finally. good. He's put something into the show. Okay, terrible car, he says. Yes, okay. Thinking of buying one instead of a Tesla. <laughs> the other is a, it's a communist near a rust bucket with no fuel gauge, a deafening two-stroke engine, and a theoretical top speed of 75 miles per hour. Yeah. Trabant, East German manufacturing... Mm is outnumbering the Tesla on German roads. I imagine they are. Yeah, that's Very right. nice. When we, were in, where were we, when we were in um, Russia, where we were looking to buy a car for the producer, I oh. think. <laughs> that's right, we were going we to get you to drive it back, weren't we? That's right. A Lada. We were going to oh. find a Lada somewhere in Russia nice. that you could drive all the way back. The old Lada Reva. Do you remember that, Paul? The old Lada Reva. Lovely vehicle, sir. Fully loaded on a K. <laughs> um, this comes from Craig. He said, my boy always uses his miniature pool cue as a wand oh. when he's running around pretending Beautiful. to be... Paul. Pretend to be Harry Potter. Miniature pool cues had a lot of sword, Yeah, you told swords. us earlier on, you, you t test your smoke alarms. It's perfect with a for the smoke alarm. That's it's right. perfect Put on it. the waistcoat and the bow tie to do that. Oh, Derek yeah. at Edinburgh, this is one I think we can all relate to. Mm. I bet there is as many uh, household with the exercise bike or running machine clothes horse. Yes. How many pieces of exercise equipment have been used as a close horse around the country or maybe just a Scottish trait? Oh, Definitely no. not, Derek. No, On those I mean. Peloton adverts, they should 100% have people. <laughs> somebody's, yeah, somebody's dressing gown hanging <laughs> off a bit. Just hanging off a bit. Yeah. Some grey old pants. Yeah. <laughs> Using it, yeah, use it definitely goes on, doesn't it? Yeah. 100%. Definitely, mm. definitely. Uh, hey, oh, this is nice. Yeah. A section of footpath leading to the White Cliffs of Dover nice. has been... Renamed Dame Vera Lynn Way. That's beautiful, That's nice, isn't it? She's not even from Dover. No, I mean, she's not even from she, Dover. I think she's, she's pretty much synonymous with the area, no, thanks so. to the song. Really, you're not going to begrudge her that. Uh, I'm not begrudging her anything, Paul. Do you think you get be one of these Dover athletic players? <laughs> yeah. They should have named should, it after. Should be, yeah, should be, yeah. It'd be lovely down there, Jim. And who else we got? A hog roast. The Isle of Wight. This is not Dover. Yeah. A hog roast takeaway was shut by cops after 45 minutes. Uh, after 45 minutes, when over 100 cars were jammed in the road around the Fighting Cocks pub of the Isle of Wight recently. Right, okay. Hog, having a hog because the Isle of Wight's sort of not on lockdown, is it? So, is it? I, I'm not, I've not been keeping up are. on the big, island. Big hog roast. Okay. On the old you're looking forward to your it. first hog roast, are you, Charlie? <laughs> no, I'm not a big roast person. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not, not out. Anyway, I like it at home. But, not, you know. not for you. Okay, yeah. Do you know what gravy enough. I like, Paul? My wife makes like really nice posh gravy. Oh, yeah. But do you know what I like? Tell me. Horrible gravy, <laughs> like dust, salty dust gravy. Really, like so proper, I have, proper I have old like, calf. I have like a spe special. So know, she, she, she'll do like a nice jus, stock, the different jus, and a bit of red that. wine, and all and that. And then you, you know? want, just and I want like a plastic dirty, jug. Give me your dirty yeah. gravy. That's really, is that what you do? That's what I like, Paul. I'm afraid. Yeah, okay. Bit low Cheap rent. as it comes. Bit low rent. I am low but rent. That shouldn't come as a massive surprise to anybody. <laughs> Uh, I've got pasty news very quickly. Oh, good, good news. I've saved this for you. I've oh, got thank this, you. I cut this out of the paper last Thursday. I've sat on it. I know what this is. I, I bet I can guess what this is. Baker's in. This is Cornish. This is a Cornish farmer, isn't it? Cornish pasty maker has found an unusual way of uh, eating the yeah. meat-filled uh, pasties. Sam Cox discovered uh, some of her customers enjoyed their pasties with milk yeah. poured over them. Perverts, Paul. 
<laughs> Dirty perverts. There's only one word for those people. She then found many others did the same thing after posting on social media. Uh, apparently people... Who does that? As a child, I can remember the milk being poured straight over our pasties as soon as it came out the arga. There we are. That doesn't sound right, Charlie. Is that, is that sacrilege? Not the Arga Khan. No, no. Is, that, is, that, is that sacrilege? Well, I don't know, but, but there's the whole thing about the, the pasty, isn't it? That it's a one meal in all, isn't it? You know, yeah, you've got yeah, a handle yeah. on it, you've got a, the crust is the handle, mm. you know, and also you've got, got a knuckle duster. They used to have sometimes have like a bit of jam in one end and, yeah. and the rest of it was the meat bit. It's a full meal in it's itself. A full or, meal in itself. For the tin minor. So obviously now they're saying Put on, the, on, on the farm we're putting some milk on it just run it under that cow no that's not anyway pasty news there so you finally saved, saved it up in a bit of regional stereotyping dirty perverts Paul for Charlie Baker <laughs> uh, his feelings on this are, are as, probably as strong as they are on the plastic pitch at Sutton <laughs> two anyway. points for a win two points for a home win on a plastic pitch Is that four points for an away win then it evens yeah, it up, Paul. It's fair, that, then. I think that's a 08717. <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. Charlie, last night, much like you, I was um, watching the uh, football, so I mm. didn't really take in the, uh, the interview with uh, uh, Meghan and Harry. But I did see a clip, uh, and the, the, my big takeaway from what was effectively two hours was her first job when she was 13. Oh, yes. Yeah. Very nice. Where she worked in, for a company selling yogurt in Humphrey Yogurt. <laughs> What oh, a brilliant name stuff. for a business. It's beautiful, isn't it? Humphrey Yogart. He's looking at, I'm trying to think of something. He's looking at... You're trying to get some Ooh, kind of reference. He's looking at... Ugh, I don't know. <laughs> it's I, not the joke would be in there, We need it? to workshop it. But, um, yeah, what a fantastic He's name looking for at shop. Yop, kid. No, that's not that, it, is it? That doesn't, that's doesn't, that's doesn't work, mate. Can't anyway, make jokes. That's, uh, <laughs> that, was, that was the main thing. Oh, lovely. I took from it. So we move on. And uh, Yogi Love, the uh, German uh, football coaches, stepping down after the European Championships. Um, he's done it. We spoke to Kevin Hatchard earlier on. He, he has been a very successful, of course. He had a pretty About poor... as successful as you can be, isn't he? Well, he had a pretty poor World Cup. It was a pretty disastrous World Cup in Russia, but he, he, he toughed that out. But it is time for change. So we, we thought we'd look at him as style counsellor, man about town, mm. uh, and occasional very odd sniffer, as we discovered <laughs> yeah. uh, during the recent World Cup. Um, Christian Shortlow is a, a, a German football fan and comedian. Christian, good afternoon. Good afternoon. I like the sniffing comment. Yeah, the, we'll come <laughs> on to the, the sniffing. We'll try and be as delicate as we can at this time of day when we get to Sniffgate. But um, <laughs> what an introduction! Yeah, the thing. Well, the, look, he was a great football coach. But I, I say that you always looked to me like he was a Broadway choreographer when he would st- he'd stand <laughs> and he had that the scarves on. He had quite a quirky dress sense, and at any moment he'd go and a one, and a two, and a turn, and a shoot, and that's the way he used to run them. Like he was working with a load of hoofers all of his training sessions. Is that a particular German style he's got on the touchline there, Christian? I don't know. Yeah, he looked, he does look like he could run a theatre rather yeah. than a football team. <laughs> yes. But um, I think what you just commented on the, that play of, of, of um, or that style of playing, that's what they showed in 2018. And mm. I think that's why we didn't <laughs> do right. very well against South Korea and he, Mexico. And he, sent Jerome Boating out. he sent football. Jerome Boating out to basically be in all that jazz. That's where he went wrong. <laughs> right. He taught him the steps right. as opposed to marking uh, the Mexican players. It was doing all that jazz. That's what it was. Exactly. Yeah, but the, the jackets exactly. and the V-neck sweaters and the scar and the jumpers draped over the shoulders. We're not we're not used to that. We're used to tracksuit managers or or suits in this country, really, most of the time. Yeah, like, I, I think we were hoping for a good kind of like a style of football, but you know, it only worked once. 
Yeah. Because you said he had a very <laughs> successful run, but f- to us, it wasn't a very successful run because we expect more mm. every time. Yeah. You know? yeah. It was it was 2014. That's the year he should have resigned, really. So he's yeah. not is he not great he's not greatly loved then, Christian? He is greatly loved, but um it is a job where we, we I think we're 83 million people in Germany and we cut 82 point 99 million who think they could do the job <laughs> and, um, and some of them might be right you know so i don't know like, but we everybody loved him for a while and then kind of the tables turned a bit and people have been very skeptical i went to russia to see that disaster live you know yeah so um i'm a bit upset he still owes me a summer holiday i i saw one of the games in the uh, I, I was at the sweden game which was a bit of a false dawn uh thanks to the tony Kroos free kick that, that got you back into it right at the death but they did stink the place out didn't they they were i mean i was quite shocked watching them in the flesh especially at the back in that world cup they especially boating had a bad world cup they were poor weren't they Oh, it was disastrous, really. Mm. And and that, that game was, was probably the worst because it gave us false hope. Yeah. And we were all thinking, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna come back, you know. But no, then South Korea happened. And that was the day I arrived to Russia because that's how overconfident um us Germans, you know, normally <laughs> approach a World Cup. We don't go to see group stage matches. Mm. Yeah, despite the evidence of what anyway. you'd seen against Mexico in that in that first match. Who do yeah. you fancy for it? Who do you fa- who do you think is gonna get the gig? Uh, it's going to, well, hopefully it's going to be Ralph Rangnick. I don't know if you if you guys know Ralph yeah, Rangnick. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you think he'd be interested? Oh, yeah. I mean, he's, he's kind of, he's been, we've, I've read a couple of interviews with him recently. He's a bit sort of, I think he'd quite like a job in the Premier League. He's, he's turned, he turned down the England job at one point, didn't he, Christian? Yeah, he did, yeah. And he mm. was he was very interested in going to Italy and becoming um, Milan's kind of like uh, number one, whatever, like manager and, and, and the guy who runs the place, basically. That's how he works. And um, he doesn't want to be just the manager. He wants to be like everything. He wants to be the club, or in this, probably in this case, the the, the country. You know, mm. and uh, he's he was very good at Schalke. He was very good at Hoffenheim. He was very good at Leipzig. So I think he's the best German manager there is. Yeah. Do you think? Yeah. You, could you see him in the Premier League? I mean, do you think his stock isn't high enough though? After what's going you say that 2014 and all that? But could you see him working overseas, uh, Yogi Love? You mean Yogi Love or yeah, Rav Yogi Love, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, you, I, I think he's going to retire. You know, he wouldn't do himself any favor because he's going to get found out. <laughs> yeah. do, you, do you have um, uh, Strictly or Dancing on Ice? Oh yeah, it's, it's, what about the celebrity I circuit? I mean, he'd be a, he'd be the, choreo- shoe, he'd be the choreographer on Strictly. In. Yes, he would be. Yeah. Oh he, yeah, <laughs> he's going to kill it, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, that's going to be his next career. I think I'm pretty sure that's a good yeah. idea. He'd be great on that. He's just not football anymore. No, <laughs> the celebrity circuit. Then do you, do you, you have your own. I'm a celebrity. You have the people in the jungle. You do. You, you, you go, you, does, could he do that? Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, eating bugs. He could do, he could do that. That would be that would yeah. add an extra level of kind of like disgusting behaviour yeah. to the whole. Well, journey, exactly. You know? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> after what he did on the touchline, um, the Sniffgate. Oh I yeah, mean, eating a couple of uh, crickets is no big <laughs> deal, is it? Really, well, those vomit plants. Be yeah, fine. <laughs> it probably probably oh, won't yeah. be causing any tr- trouble at all. So um, Charlie tells me uh, you are a, a Schalke fan, and these are tough times. Oh, really you tough. God. Just been looking at the table. We've got ten. Well, got ten points. And <laughs> two years ago, they were in the Champions. <laughs> League and now they're about to go down. Uh, Christian, it must 24 be twenty-four play, ten points. It must be tough to take. It's Look a mess. <laughs> Look, guys, I agreed on having an interview about the German national team. What's happened? Never, what? never signed up for this. No. What's happened? 
look, it's not, this is not something that happens overnight. You know, it's the last five or maybe seven or eight years of absolute disastrous mismanagement. And now we're seeing the result. It's just an absolute shambles. I think if the three of us played and we just asked eight random people from the street, we'd probably do much better at the moment than those guys. <laughs> yeah. It's just an absolute disaster. Oh, yeah. It's something they have gone there. I watch can... it every week. Yeah. <laughs> it can't be easy, <laughs> can it, really? Um, so, right. uh, before we let you go, uh, Charlie was telling me earlier on he's, he's come over to Germany and worked in your, your fine club over there. But yeah. we're, we're starting to see a kind of step two of, of the easing of the lockdown in Germany. So I, I take it you'd you'd hope to be up and running and inviting audiences back in uh, pretty soon. Yes, well, whatever that means, pretty soon. But <laughs> I think um, it's probably going to be uh, another maybe two months or so until right. proper gigs happen again. It's still I think quite... England is going to be quicker this time. Oh, I really? Think, you know, I think you guys are, yeah, you guys mm. are kind of like, you know, you're doing a better job at the moment. And it's still quite I mean, regional in Germany, isn't it, Christian? It's still quite regional in Germany where, where things, or, or, or not. It, it did seem to be that way before. Oh, yeah, it's, it's nobody really gets it. It's like if, if, if in Stuttgart three people get infected, then kind of shops have to close in Hamburg. That's the way it's working right now, right. Um, I think. Maybe I've gotten it wrong, but no, it's, it's like we've got we've we've got sixteen states, and they all have kind of like they are basically individually governed, and then Merkel is just sitting there trying to kind of like it's almost like she's she's running a kindergarten, you know, she's trying to get everybody to kind of agree to what she came up with, and then they don't, right. and then they meet again two weeks later, and it's just absolute chaos. What's German for the naughty? So it's, step. it's very un-German. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's naughty step. Yeah, that, I don't think that's said. naughty step. Yeah, that's probably, that's probably not. That's that probably, not enough. That's probably not I'm right. No. Okay. Um, <laughs> Christian, thank you. It will probably be dare naughty, naughty step. Dare, sorry to correct you. Oh, yeah, right. Right. Even that bit uh, you got wrong. <laughs> <laughs> what a shame. Uh, good to talk to you, Christian. Thanks, Thanks for Christian. joining us. And you guys, all the best, and see you soon, hopefully. Up, up Schalke. Come on, yeah, Schalke. Ten points. Come on. Come yeah, on, Schalke. Let's do it. Nine from safety. Come They've on. gone for all money, I'm afraid. <laughs> uh, Christian Short, hello there, German comedian and Schalke fan on uh, Yogi Love, who's uh, stepping down. So, yeah, if there's any Premier League chairman listening, to, or even Championship chairman, they're probably thinking, oh, still, still, still we're clear yeah. uh, of, of him. Uh, if really. the bookers for Strictly are listening... Um, Oh you yeah, mean, well yeah. I mean, know, would he would he be good? I mean, he'd be, he'd be on German strictly, wouldn't he? I mean, that seems right. unlikely. Um, uh, we mentioned, uh, of course, uh, Megan saying that she worked at thirteen uh, Humphrey Yogurt, fantastically oh, named shop. Beautiful, Charlie was trying to work in some sort of tagline to sell it with. Jim Shelley tried, went, "Here's looking at Yakult." That's pretty good. No, you're not sure. <laughs> Sorry, Jim. Here's looking at Yakult. Fra- uh, mm. Mark Fillmore gives us, frankly, my dear, I don't give a Danone. <laughs> Uh, I'm not Dana. sure, but this one, yeah. Ryan, Chelsea fan, yeah. here's licking at you, Lid. Ah, oh, oh, there it good. is. He done it. Well Ryan done, Ryan. Did it. Well done, that Ryan. That would have definitely. You send that one to. No, she's not working there anymore. I don't think. No. <laughs> I don't no. think she works there anymore. Send she's too busy. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. There we are. Uh, that was this what a, afternoon. What a great show. show. Thank you, Charlie. Lovely to oh, see you. Lovely, as to ha- lovely to be here, Paul. Thank you for having You're me. You're back Saturday, Saturday with Max. With Max yeah, nine uh, till eleven. Yeah, Max will be with me tomorrow, and of course, don't forget Thursday. Max is here, and Andy returns for the birthday spread. So, um, thanks ever so much for listening, and uh, hopefully, we'll catch up with you tomorrow. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between one and four p.m. on Talksport. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. 
But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.